rise up Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Well, hey guys, welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Collum. I'm so glad you're here because today we've got an amazing, amazing interview with Fiona Foreman. Uh, she's actually from the little island off the big island in Australia. So if you think about Australia being an island in the Pacific, there's another little island called Tasmania. And uh, she's from there and uh, well, she's based out of there. And she has an amazing story. She's uh, she, she's she, a lot of tragedy and um, uh, a lot of things have happened in her life, but she didn't give up the dream. And she can show you that through her steps and through her story, you can see and you can be inspired that whatever you're going through, whatever you're, uh, whatever you're going through or whatever tragedy you're going through, you can rise through it. And uh, there is a good story on the other side and uh, you can still reach your dreams. She made a few little steps towards um, uh, towards her dreams, which I highly recommend, uh, which you'll hear more about in the um, in the interview. And and, uh, you know, uh, don't give up on your dreams and um, just push through and and go through your situation, go through your tragedies uh, one, one step at a time. And what an amazing story. So thank you so much, Fiona, for coming in. And I also want to, before we start, I want to let you guys know that this um, this episode is sponsored by my Patreon account. Um, you know, um, the beginning of this year, uh, me and my wife um, gave birth to my son. He was stillborn. And um, through that, uh, you know, I really wanted to, through that tragedy, I really wanted to give him a voice that he could um, uh, be a part of something. So I thought I'm going to create a podcast, an inspiring, motivational podcast um, that will inspire people and hopefully change people. And so some part of, some part of Asher was able to do this. And so um, so before we dive in, please head over to my Patreon account, which is patreon.com forward slash Steve column and consider being a partner consider sponsoring one of these shows yourself and every bit helps and um, I couldn't do it without you guys so so let's go ahead and dive into this amazing interview with Fiona um so who am I to say why <laughs> um sure it's hard it's horrible it's awful it's hard and challenging and so so it was devastating but um yeah I guess that's that answer the question i don't know yeah that's how i sort of got there <laughs> i think that's absolutely amazing and i think that's um um because for me you know when when asher you know when he, for anybody who's listening who's not sure um what i'm talking about but you know at the beginning of this year um uh asher kai my son was born was still born and and um i was i was angry <laughs> I, yeah. I i was i was just angry and i was just like um i i just you had so many questions and then after you know a few weeks I, I realized that I, just, I can't keep doing that and I can't be upset you know I just I got to accept it I got to move on and I I want to be better for Asher you know if I want because he came and um uh, was with us I want to be better I don't want to be worse and I know that's that's just going to be worse you know and so but I just had to you know and still early days for for me you know yeah. the, and uh 
uh, f- four months ago. And it's like, um, but yeah, I think it's just amazing how you've, 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 you've come out and you're just so positive and you're just, um, you know, you just see it from a, I guess you see it from an Eagle's point of view or from a further, you know, bigger picture, you know? And so I think that's amazing. And I think anyone who's going through something, even now a devastation or a traumatic thing, um, you know, I think there's, uh, you know, I, I would say it's okay to just be however you are. And I, I would love to be like, uh, like where Fiona's at, you know, but it's, that's part of grief, I guess. That's right. I mean, it is ten years for me. It's ten years. Actually, it was yeah, ten years this month that um since we lost John and uh yeah, you've got it takes. I wouldn't say I don't know if you ever you never get over it. Yeah. You get you move through it and um and and you perceive it differently as time goes on and um it does it takes takes lots of time and you have to work through the feelings and the and anger is one of them. Yeah. For sure, yeah, um, uh, yeah. yeah but, that's that's yeah. amazing, and I think it's too. Isn't it so cool that uh, yeah, you you couldn't get pregnant for a long time, and then you um, and and then you did. You had two beautiful uh, beautiful kids, and it's like what? yeah, I know. And that was John's dream too. Like he was he wanted to have kids earlier than I did, so it, it was yeah. You know, he was that was his heart's desire so yeah he had that opportunity and and i think also i think of the the miscarriages and the and the ivf failures and i, I do believe he's got them with him in heaven you know like absolutely. he's got his little family <laughs> yep absolutely he's looking after him up there yep. i know it's like oh that's pretty cool that's cool yeah. uh yeah um and how how did you going moving forward? How did you move forward through that? And how did you pick up the pieces, um, mm. knowing that you know, okay, you know, you've got your family around you, but then at some point, you have to go back home, or at some point, um, yeah, they they have to go back home, or um... yeah. Well, we um, what happened then? I so I obviously stayed in Brisbane for a month, I think, and my friends hang around for a while, and I was with my family for a while. Um, but then, yeah, I had to come ha- back to Tassie. Uh, well, when I say had to, I, it was my choice. Uh, we had no family in Tassie apart from oh, John has a sister who lives here. Um, and so we we're very independent in, in Tassie, but we are part of a big church, well, part of a great church that my friend Peter runs. Um, and, I, you know, people did say to me, would you move back to Queensland to be with your mum and dad. It's like you know what my network is here in Tassie. I've got friends. I've got everything I know. The kids. Josh had just started school. Um, you know, it didn't make sense to rip our life away from Tasmania. Go back to Queensland where it was just mum and dad and my sister. And you know, really that would put a bit more pressure on them. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't even think twice about staying where I was. Um, and. Effectively, I ended up with two support networks because I had, have I could just you know jump on a plane and fly home to mum and dad every now and then. But at home, I was it was incredible. I was I didn't make a meal for twelve months. <laughs> wow, that's great. My my church what a family community. That's awesome. I know it, it was absolutely incredible. I came home and the house was stocked with with food and there was flowers and the kids had presents and. Um, you know that people the outpouring of love from my 
particularly my church community was incredible and I had people dropping meals off. I had um, a very dear friend of mine who has was already helping me because I've had my sore back and whatnot. She'd always she'd come in once a week to make a meal and do pull some washing. She kept doing that obviously and and uh, so did many other people. So I I was very well, very, very well supported with my church and the school community as well. And um, yeah, you just put one foot after the other and I mean, I, it's hard to say for in, with you, Steve, because I know you've lost your beautiful boy. But um, yeah, for me, I had those two kids that I had to had to live for, and so I um, just you just do it. <laughs> and and I had um, I had another lady from the church who lost her husband recently, and she was ten years older than me. So we'd catch up for coffee once a week and just chat. Uh, yeah, just day by day by day, things grew and reformed into the life that the new life the new normal um so, I, so at what point did you did you get to a place where you're like okay you know this is the lowest this is this is the bottom <laughs> it can only go up from here you know it's uh and and what does my life uh, it was it just always what does my life look like going forward from this point or is it never like that is it always just that one foot full i i don't know yeah no i don't think i i don't think i can think of a lower point than the actual event or the the time you know that first couple of months my, my dad came back to tassie and stayed with me for a couple of months then I, t- I turned 40 a couple of months later and um and then everyone left and and it was it was like okay here we go <laughs> you know pick up your uh pick it up so it wasn't there wasn't really a desperately low point um other than yeah it was it was definitely that the the event that was the turning point for not life is going to be completely different from here um you couldn't you couldn't just let it swallow you up whole because you no. got two little kids that you're at you they're so dependent on you 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 have to live for them you have to you have to yeah. be alive for them you have to do stuff for them yeah that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah the, it, the thought crosses your mind. Oh, I, it, you know, do I want to be here? But th- there's no choice because there's no choice. Uh, they they need they need me and they deserve to have a, um, you know, as much of a stable and loving upbringing as I can provide. And uh, and I tell you what, my daughter Mickey, she's just she's actually just at production rehearsals now. I think doing musical theatre, and she's such a joy. She made me smile every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so hilarious um and and just total joy uh and she was young enough not to really know what was going on um my son was a little bit different and he had because he was on the there and it's like oh i killed daddy's no it's like so yeah we we've worked had to do a fair bit of work with him um but mickey she's just never never a day goes by that you don't get a smile <laughs> you know don't, don't smile because of her so uh, so blessed. I just feel really blessed to have those two gorgeous kids. But um, yeah, and and you just put your one foot in front of the other, uh, one foot after the other, keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then I guess things changed a few years, couple of years later. The same friends that were there with with us on the day we must have been. Um, actually, before that, a friend, another friend of mine, said to me. So about two years later, another friend said to me, so would you get married again? And I'm like, oh, I haven't really thought. Not Yeah, I probably would. But it's not like I'd go online dating or anything. And, and my friend said, 
why not? It's just a way of meeting people. Okay, okay, put that thought aside. <laughs> anyway, and then um, uh, about six months later, I was with my these friend, the, the good family friends of ours, and uh, I was just watching my kids hanging out with Brent, the ER nurse guy, and they just craved that father figure, and and it felt like I felt like God dropped something in my heart. It's like you know what they. they because I'd always said to myself, we will be fine. I know we'll be fine, whether there's three of us or for the rest of our life or what. I feel confident that we'll be fine. And um, But God dropped this thing in. It's like, you know, there's someone else. You know, there might be there's a relationship coming for you sometime. It's like, oh, okay, right. So I actually sat down and had an opportunity to sit and pray and think and talk with God about that. And I wrote a list. And it's not like this is what I want this, you know. Um, it was like this is... In the at the end, it was like God saying to me, "This is how you'll recognize your your new husband." Really? Then there was things like wants to be a loving father to my kids, um, uh, mentors people, and enjoys mentoring people and being mentored. It was good at what he does, but doesn't isn't obsessed about it. Good with money, but not obsessed about it. Um, you know these sort of values that lined up with me, and and I even wrote down at the end. I thought, oh, surely I don't need to write this. Tall and gives good hugs. Like, <laughs> nah, nah. nah. I, I, so I was really, as God's saying, this is how you recognize him. Okay, so fold that up and put it in your pocket. And it, yeah, righto, whatever. Keep going, one foot after the other. Anyway, um, you would not believe it. Well, I do believe it. Probably 18 months after that, I suddenly felt, you know, well, I think it's time. And I made myself an online dating profile. Mm-hmm. And on a Christian website, and within three weeks, I was talking to Trev, and within three weeks of that, we were on the phone. With within three weeks of that, he would flew down from Sydney to meet me, and that was done deal. It was done. And mm-hmm. guess what? Guess what? That list, every single thing. It was it was a picture of Trev. Incredible. Wow. Incredible. That is actually really cool because. Um, I think that's, you know, you hear that when you're, you know, like a teenager or whatever you're dating, you're like, yeah, get your list or, you know, uh, have these things that, and you end up, you end up getting some, even if it's a mental list or, you know, you know what you like and what you don't like. And so it's just, it's just funny because, you know, um, you can relate that to any business uh, project or any, it's, it's a list of what do you want and you're reverse engineering. That's exactly what you did. This is the person but you don't know where they are, but this is the person, here's the list, here's what they do and what they, who they are. And it's the same with, with business. It's like, okay, if I want to do this, my dream, or if I want to have that, okay, so what does that look like? And you write that list out. And I just think that's such a powerful thing. And it works. You're, you're saying right now, it, it, you, I like that you could recognize, say that again, one more time. You said it was a list. Yeah, it was, you could recognize. It's not, yeah, it, it was, this, that's, this is how you'll recognize the, the guy that I've got for you, that's what I felt God was saying to me. And it's just, you're right, it's the same in business. Like if you write a list of this is what I want to, this is where I'm heading, and then uh, is this for me? Oh, it's on the list. Is this for me? Oh, oh it's not on the list actually. It doesn't fit in the, in in the yeah. And, and it's not, it's a little bit different with the relationship. Um, but, but yeah, you're, I know what you're saying. But, but absolutely, I think it's, um, I think that's, that's a huge key, I think, because um, a lot of people say, oh, I want to just, you know, I want to, I want to be a millionaire, or I want to do this dream, whatever it is, I want to do this, or have this little business. But I think it's very important to, to 
put a list down because you will see some stuff. And of course, you can always change the list as you go and you can adapt and stuff. But if something over here is so left field and it's like an opportunity in front of you and it's left field from what what's on your list, you can look back and be like, it's pretty far away. Do I want to compromise or do I, is that something that I, you know, or it could be something that's like, that's actually in between the list. That's in between. Yes. Things. I think that could fit. That's what I, I could see that, you know? And so, yeah. 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 Crazy. Hey? Absolutely. Um, so yeah. It's really cool. And so you got, I guess you guys are married. And so your kids are, um, um, they got a dad now or a father figure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Trev hasn't got any of his own kids. He, he's a family. I said he's a family man without kids. So he just loves my kids. He, they're our kids. And, um, it's just incredible that and get this the guy this was not on the list trev uh he, he what he does is build guitar amps like from scratch like um yeah he designs them and the electronics he's an electronics technician and he but he builds all the cabinetry and all the you know you've seen it i've shown you shane you see there's some of the beautiful work he does and and so so oh, I, he you know he he and i complement each other in so so many ways just just amazing uh, and so we actually met he flew down to meet me the same week as so all uh, during this time also i had a project and my project was nothing to do with music it was building a house so when john passed away and i bought a block of land um near where we were going to buy we had a house we actually were trying to buy a house at the time but it's this beautiful block of land and um so I'd been designing a house. It was a great project for someone who's, who's um, you know, ha had something to think about and work on and uh, spent three years designing it. And it included at the at the, the best end a, uh, a studio. I thought this is the time. Uh, if, I, if there's ever a chance I, to have a studio, it would be when I build a house. So what I'm going to do is design it in there, put it in, and uh, if it happens, it happens. You know, I knew I had my little stash of money. And so we, um, so Trev flew down to meet me on the 5th of May. And uh, that same week, we actually dug the foundations for the house. So right. it's is very, um, yeah, what's the word? Yeah, everything aligned. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, yeah, we, it was like, we just knew we were, he said within three months, he'd moved down. And another three months, we got married. We basically were married in six months. And, uh, and where the house was underway, and uh, the plan was that we were just we wouldn't fit the studio out. We're just going to leave it stud walls because we didn't know what our how our budget would go. I knew so by this time I had twelve thousand dollars in my fifty dollars a week, and um, it's like, well, I'm gonna that's my contingency money. If I need extra money to finish the house, that's it's got to go there. That's mm. got to happen. But I was fortunate in that um, they, I didn't need it. The contingency money was still there at the end of the build, so we had a lovely new house. Um, we had these couple of rooms here with just stud walls, no nothing, just stud walls, and I had twelve thousand dollars in my pocket. And uh, we've <sighs> so after you know meeting, marrying, building a house, <laughs> raising raising a couple of kids, we sort of man finally landed in the house going, <sighs> and uh, recovered for a few months. Yeah, and then so that was. April of 2018 and then at the end of 2018 Trev said you've got that money there the studio is bare bones let's do it what really it was for me it's like it was a 
monumental, unachievable thing. It's like just how on it. Like I had the plans. I, I, you know, done lots of research with my engineering brain and figured out how to had splayed walls. So you know, it's there's no only one right angle in each room, so it sounds beautiful. Um, and yeah, I figured out I need two layers of fire check and some quiet wave in between and acoustic installation and double walls and you know did the research and uh and so so had the plans had the money and just needed the the, the will really yeah and um so despite despite both trev and i suffer from chronic fatigue and a few things but we just said you know this is our project we're going to do it and we looked around and tried to hire some people and no plasterer would look at us because who wants to hang fire check on odd angles and cut all those angles Right. <laughs> not, not a standard job, that's right. Not standard at all. Wasn't that absolutely amazing? Fiona is awesome. What an amazing story. Um, you know, uh, please go, please, if this has helped at all, please go over to my Patreon account, uh, patreon.com forward slash Steve Collum. And uh, consider becoming a partner so we can do more of these interviews, so we can interview more amazing people and and hear their stories and and hopefully that you will be inspired through this to reach your dreams. Um, yeah, so ho- hopefully you got a lot out of it and uh, I will see you in the next one. Whoa, we're gonna rise up. Whoa, not gonna give up. Whoa.